Hello and welcome to our Friends the Anthology episode 4. This is the culmination of our amazing stories episodes. So far, we might go back to it. This is season 1, episode 4. I think we should because there's this great pumpkin contest. (laughs) Season 1, episode 4. Mummy Daddy. I love that title because mummy sounds like mommy. (laughs) This is the highest rated episode that we've seen so far based on IMDb user scores by like a pretty significant margin, like double what we've watched. Not quite, but close. And And it delivers. (laughs) What? You don't think so? I think it's fine. Oh my gosh. It's the first episode we've seen where I'm like, yeah, that's watchable. I'd, I'd watch it again. Oh my gosh. I think you have a set of expectations that is unreasonable to hold of anthology shows. Right. Like, how could I expect every episode of Amazing Stories to be an amazing story? <laughs> You're right. I had unfair expectations. So Mummy Daddy is just okay is that is is that your real no i love mommy daddy i think it's so fun i just think it's so great yeah there's nothing wrong with it yes amazing stories is a bad title i guess for this show i've made that joke before it's old don't beat yourself up about a a one recycled joke here's okay so let's just summarize mommy daddy really quick okay they're shooting a mummy movie in the swamps and the guy in the mummy makeup, which is very convincing, in the context of, I mean, what? Sure. In what? Yeah, no. In what? In what scenario would you believe <laughs> that a mummy is actually? I mean, how do you do it more convincing <laughs> than it is? I mean, he's just you this put bandages not, on somebody, and that's a mummy. Yeah, that's a convincing. This mummy. is not the hill I'm gonna die on. <laughs> okay. All right, because you shook your head about how convincing the mummy. Okay. Anyway. So then the director kind of tells the the actor playing the mummy a story about how this is actually based on an urban legend that there really is a mummy from this traveling gypsy road show that, you know, had this old ancient Egyptian mummy that they would trot out and he would, he once escaped and now he roams around the bayou or whatever, or the swamps. What ends up happening is the actor who's still in his mummy makeup gets a call (laughs) What's so funny about that? No, no, just keep going. He gets a call that his wife just went into labor. He's expecting his kid. So he rushes over to the hospital. But, oh my God, do you, you are such a hater. Taylor Swift wrote us a, a lyric about you. Well, guess what? This player's going to play, play, play. Is that the lyric? Yeah. He gets a call. The mummy gets a call that his wife's gone into labor. He rushes over. No gas in the tank of the car. He's running around trying to, you know, get help. But the thing is, he's still in his mummy bandages <laughs> and he can't get them off. And what ends up happening is that everybody gets scared that this is the the mummy come back to life. And you know, a bunch the, of hillbillies chase after him with yeah. shotguns. Yeah, that's the story. Now, you scoffed a lot during that synopsis, so please explain yourself, because this episode is supposed to be funny. I don't know. It's okay. Again, I liked it. I thought it was totally watchable. I guess my one big sticking point was, you said he wasn't able to get the mummy makeup, and I just felt the entire time like, 
he didn't try hard enough. Like, he's getting chased to the swamps by Hillary's with shotguns. His life is on the line. At one point, he's strung up, about to be hung, and he, he at no point is able to just unwrap a few bandages. You know what? I don't want to make an excuse for that because it's a valid story thing. It's a valid criticism of the story. But I was watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off last night. Principal Rooney is on the phone with Sloane's dad and he thinks that it's Ferris Bueller. So he starts saying, yeah, uh, I'll just need you to... She, they're asking permission to get Sloane out of class for the, the death of her grandmother. And he's like, yeah, I'll just need to see a corpse and like doing all this thing because... And he sounds like totally insensitive, but he knows that it's Ferris Bueller. And then Ferris Bueller calls on the other line and because it's really uh, his friend, Cameron, and then Rooney doesn't know what's going on. Now, he when he switches, he gets the news that it's Ferris Bueller on the other line. And it's the close-up of him with the dramatic cue, and he's really scared. And he presses the button to switch the line. And he doesn't say a word, and Ferris Bueller just goes, Hi, Principal Rooney. I was just calling because I'm sick, and I was thinking maybe you could have uh, all my teachers to give my assignments to my sister, and so I could get, catch up on my schoolwork while I'm out. Uh, thanks, bye. And then hangs up. So nobody would ever have a conversation without one word from the person on the other line. But the joke just plays that way. So they do have some moment where he tries to take off his bandages. And the rest of it is the joke. The joke is when he's about to be hung up and he's trying to, and he's so funny. And like, and I thought the actor was really good as the mummy with like the physical bits and like the, the animation of, you know, of his body or whatever. And he's going like, like, like the mumbling and all that. It's like Popeye funny. Yeah. I mean, and look, like, I'm not not going to criticize that. I'm not going to. Yes, of course. You're going to be the most desperate when you're about to be hung. Okay, but look, I'm not. I'm not one. Or hanged. I don't typically pick apart comedic, like moments or hanged. hanged. Hold on, we're on to more. We're on to much bigger thing. I'm not. I'm not one to like pick apart stuff like that. Usually, I. I just wanted. I didn't notice that beat where he tried to take it off. I never felt like he actually tried. If he had just. If he just tried to unzip a zipper and it had been jammed, he just like shrugged it off like and just like ran off. That'd be fine. I didn't see any beat where he it felt like it read that he tried and then gave up i guess i just wasn't watching maybe i made up that beat but the point is still valid i mean yeah no it's like a funny there are moments where i laughed there is a beat where he tries to do because he tries to tell them and then he's like trying to like even at the gas station the whole thing is so funny to me and you get the humor right away because he's the mummy first of all the 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 you know, pulling out the rug from underneath you with the, it's a movie, it's a mummy, and then you realize it's a movie set. So, like, kind of sets up yeah. what you're in for. And then the director tells him the urban legend. It's played by uh, Bronson Pinchot. Um, Who looks, I mean, he's, like, just designed to look exactly like Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. And it's it's uncanny. Yeah. And then he he tells the story, and they kind of play it for seri- for as a serious moment where they really, like, let him tell this whole, you know, urban legend story and kind of the mood becomes a little bit creepy for a second and then you have the mommy's reaction and then and he's drinking through a straw too which is really funny (laughs) and then he starts laughing because he doesn't take it seriously and then you like that's the tone and it just takes you right into that and the whole thing is just so funny and then 
there's a real mummy that comes out that gets released when yeah. he somehow wanders in. And so much, and this is another thing, the clip and the pace of the of the episode and how much happens and how many places it goes and kind of the production value of it because there's an angry mob. There's a scene at the gas station. He actually gets to the hospital eventually. There's a car accident and there's the real mummy. I mean, there's so much going on. Okay, here, I watched the entire thing with mild amusement. It just didn't, I don't know if it's because I was tired. It just, I'm sorry. I, I think it's fine. I just, none of I, the, none I, of the, I didn't get any like belly laughs from it, you know? I mean, I don't belly laugh at really anything, but I smirked a lot during it. And that's a big thing. Like I'm just sitting alone watching this episode of Amazing Stories on my computer. Yeah. And I'm smirking. That's a good episode then in my mind. I did. I like the moments because he's in this mummy costume and he can't really speak. He's right. Most times just like unintelligible. Like, right. And you can kind of make out what he's saying a, a few, little bit. A few yeah. words every once in a while. And they're like carefully calculated, like yeah. punchline, like idiots. Like when yeah, they're, exactly. they're chasing after him. No, it really captures the, the Popeye mumbling thing. Have you ever heard the thing about Popeye? I think Leonard Malton explained this once where he was like, Popeye was originally this like mumbling thing and it was so it was so funny and so charming and then they kind of took away the mumbling and he became a lot more intelligible and mm. the and it lost a lot of its comedy anyway i absolutely loved this episode i was so excited to talk about it i mean for sure it was the most coherent and it's up to achieve a tone and it like it nailed like i never questioned that it was a comedy i never you know, I never questioned what it was going for, which is far more than I can say for any of the other episodes, which just seemed kind of like meh or all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. And this is the other thing, like, because you had this kind of thing, this is amazing stories, where's this? And it doesn't really live up to that. I mean, think about it. This is amazing stories. So like, this wouldn't qualify because the whole thing's such a joke and i guess there's that little element of the real mummy but nah but i mean that's just for a punchline too right but what it does have is that this where else are you going to get somebody to tell a story like this except for in this one-off anthology series that is willing to just tell whatever they want and just have fun i think it's so great that there was a show that was able to tell this story right and the week after like remember you know alamo job like the fact that you yeah. just kind of change on a dime like that is yeah. really cool. Yeah, because it's much more of a tonal shift than Tales from the Crypt could get a little darker, a little more serious, and then it could get really campy. But they were all, they all kind of fit together pretty much. These can be totally different. Yeah, which, no, I, I do. I, I like for sure. And I mean, we didn't even get to the pumpkin contest episode. <laughs> the and historic I do. pumpkin contest episode. Even though I didn't, I didn't laugh a ton. There are things that this episode did really well, and I think one of them is the Steven Spielberg just vibe from that guy is incredible. Mm-hmm. There's the moment where he is strung up, and that woman appears out of nowhere and, and makes the speech. Yeah, the impassioned and then the kid of like, we we'll all regret what we did here. Like maybe this he'll go on to do good, and then. But also, I just love the fact that she still does believe he's a mummy. Yeah, like she's made the speech in his defense. But she also still believes he's actually a mummy. Oh, I was getting serious young Frankenstein vibes from the scene where the mummy shows up at the blind man's hut. 
It was oh. very much like the monster. Yeah, yeah. Walking into uh, Gene Hackman played. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, I I want you to know that I I thought that this episode was it was my it was my favorite episode. <sighs> that means nothing. Of the four. <laughs> I can't. I mean, Ghost Train for all its flaws, I still love. Yeah, I mean, Ghost Train was fine too. Yeah, we clearly see eye to eye. All right, our next show that we'll be podcasting about is a little show called uh, The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a stroke. <laughs> uh, I like to announce that we're setting up a GoFundMe for David's treatment. Uh, you really don't want to see what I'm seeing right now, folks. <laughs> Mommy, Daddy. <laughs> that's all he says now it's really really quite sad our next show is gonna be the twilight zone an obscure show that we heard something about once i'm a relative twilight zone noob are you i've seen a couple episodes here and there uh like on marathons on tv and i may have checked one out on netflix at one point but haven't seen a ton of them but anyway the twilight zone we're gonna do it and it's gonna be great we'll start with um season one episode 27 uh big tall wish see you next time and have an amazing week <laughs> david's asleep against the pop screen uh, this was a winner <laughs> this is actually kind of nice <laughs>